0: So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Visit rg-help.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira
0: Metro, baby, welcome in to the FanDuel set. It's East Coast Bias from Vegas, Radio Row, Super Bowl week. Raheem Palmer is with me, but our buddy Joe House is not. We felt terrible about this, so we're going to start the show, take it back 24 hours before we got on a plane. We had to get our buddy's thoughts on what's going to happen between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Let's check it out. All right, boys, it's good time. Raheem Palmer and John Zastrzemski now welcome in the third member of our team. He's not with us in Las Vegas, but we had to make sure he was a part of the Super Bowl East Coast Bias festivities. Raheem Palmer and John Zastrzemski, welcome in. Joe House,
2: Joe House, it's Super Bowl time. What's wrong, baby? Fellas, I am so excited. I'm sorry to not be there with you in physical capacity, but you know, our brains are hardwired. We see the world oftentimes say where there's a bunch of family stuff. So I could feel what's coming from Vegas. It's flowing through the veins right now. Let's make it flow into the betting tickets and, and then turn that into some green cash. Gents let's, let's try and make that happen.
0: Well, I like the sound of that Raheem. We have plenty of time to dive into our official pick for what it's going to be with the Niners and the chiefs. But I, I want to start with you on this stream. We know what the line is. It's now two and a half at the moment on FanDuel. The money line for the 49ers is at minus 130. The total for this game is at 47 and a half. Would you say that you are more, less, or the same level of confidence that you were with your feeling and your intuition on this game today than you were, I don't know, Monday? following championship Sunday.
3: I'm about the same. And I I think things haven't changed for me. When you look at this game, it's very clear. First things first. Let's just look at Super Bowls as a whole. The outright winner of the Super Bowl is 48-7-2 against the spread. So you pretty much pick the winner and they're going to cover the spread. And, you know, you're seeing sharps on both sides of these games. You saw the line open at San Francisco minus two and a half got bet down to about a pick and bet right back up to San Francisco minus two and a half. So that tells you, the market tells you that there's going to be sharps on this side and sharps on that side, and you kind of got to pick your
0: poison. So I'm
3: still thinking through the numbers, and we'll see what happens, but you're going to get my pick at some
0: point. Okay, House, has your confidence kind of changed at all as we move closer and closer to kickoff on Sunday? So you were rip-roaring, ready to go. You proclaimed that San Francisco would not be the top three teams within the a f c that was your hot take after championship Sunday, but now you had a week to settle, you had a week to digest any change of
2: heart, sir, when it comes to this Super Bowl matchup well sadly you know i i I wanted to come up with uh something that would undercut my gut right because On this panel, everybody knows. It's been well-established across these airwaves. I am your classic square better. I'm responding to recency bias. I'm responding to, you know, what have you done for me lately? Um, I like a favorite. I like a favorite that's, that's been around for a while. That's kind of my orientation. But in this instance um i just can't this is the 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 one place that i've spent my time and energy and and in in this uh in-depth research is this San Francisco defense and what i'm trying to find is what is is capable of changing what about this San Francisco defense can change between the two performances in the playoffs up to The Super Bowl because since week 13, since their safety Hufanga got hurt, they have been 23rd on an EPA basis. If you take the numbers of that San Francisco defense in those two playoff games, and if you put those in the context of how would that fare in the regular season, they are the it's the worst defense in the entire NFL. They are 32nd out of 32 teams on an EPA per play basis based on their performance against green Bay and against Detroit. And what I'm trying to map out here is okay, both Detroit and green Bay at the end of the season arrived with hot offenses, offenses that were particularly uh, well-suited quarterback wise for those quarterbacks to be fired. And and really uh, those teams were able to establish the run. Aaron Jones had a tremendous day. The Detroit Lions were able to run the ball all over the San Francisco defense. The problem I'm having is it's Andy freaking Reed. You give Andy Reed two weeks and he's already pounded this defense. He knows what this defense is all about. This is why, you know, the 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 Chiefs came back uh, in 2019 against this team. Some different personnel, yes, but, you know, I, I just, I can't get there in terms of trying to come up with the rationale for what big thing is going to change. What can the Niners do defensively to stop playing so poorly? And so I'm still, unfortunately, pretty heavily invested in the Chiefs' uh, outcome here.
0: We know you're going to be on the Chiefs. It's the worst kept secret in the world. I would have bet my life on it if they're having a conversation with you on Championship Sunday. And listen, I understand a lot of the logic that you're bringing to the table here, House. I don't think you're being irrational and talking up Mahomes and talking up Andy Reid and and talking up the fact that, hey, you trust the coach more. You trust the quarterback more. You got concerns about San Francisco defensively. Raheem, I'm not going to spoil my pick yet, but I'm going to ask you this. I walk around town. I talk to 100 people. I think 80, 85% of them are going to say, Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs gonna win like that's that's all I am getting in my life Kansas City's gonna win there's no how are they gonna lose they got Patrick Mahomes they got Andy Reid they got Travis Kelsey but Raheem your numbers guy we have numbers in front of us right now San Francisco 49ers are favored despite what the quote-unquote popular opinion may be and what the ballroom chatter might be and the barbershop chatter might be and the watchables chatter, I asked all the of goons, they're all telling me, chief, 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 chief. Raheem, numbers, I'm throwing them your way. You're the numbers guy. Niners are still favored here. What gives? Well, if you look at the full season metrics,
3: everything says that the 49ers should be favored by around four or five. Now, look, this line is all about Are you going to take the full season numbers for what they are, or are you just going to have some recency bias? Now, the 49ers, they've played, they've been terrible defensively. I mean, they've allowed 54% of rushes to grade out successfully. And you have to ask yourself, is that an anomaly, or is that who they are now? Now, the question that I'm starting to, you know, ask myself is, is this Chiefs defense really as good as people make it out to be? Because This 49ers offense can test you in ways that the Ravens didn't do it or the Dolphins didn't do it. But when you go back to that Buffalo Bills game, the Buffalo Bills ran the ball down their throat. And it looked like they might win that game up until the fourth quarter. And we know defensively, the Buffalo Bills were absolutely decimated. You can't say the same thing for this 49ers team. So you get the 49ers two weeks to prepare and correct things. They have a shot to fix things defensively. And we know offensively, this 49ers team is a juggernaut. You look at Debo Samuel, you George Kittle, you look at Brandon IU. They are going to test this Chiefs defense in ways that they have not been tested their entire postseason. And we know Christian McCaffrey can run the ball. This Chiefs defense is 25th in EPA per play against the run. So if McCaffrey's opening up, things for all of the receivers i'm not sure that this chief's defense is going to continue to hold down opposing offenses so that's the question i have for this game.
0: yeah and it kind of leads me to the total fellas so right now it sits here it's at 47 and a half i almost look at this game and say over plays to a niner win outcome under plays to a Chief
2: win outcome do you agree with that I, I do agree with that, and you will see just this theme when we start discussing the principle behind my best bet. But picking up on that observation and the, the uh, astute observation by my man, the dream, the thing that that I think could be a deciding factor is, you know, writ large, it's Spags against Shanahan. But very specifically, it is the size and strength of that San Francisco receiving core which is a one-of-one. There is no other receiving core in the NFL that can bring that level of physicality. I like the sound of that. So when we
0: come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get your best bet for the Super Bowl. We're going to go through and finalize a bunch of the props. We gave out a ton last week. We maybe have added a few more to the portfolio between now and our last conversation. And we'll see if Joe House can go out for the final time this NFL season winner all that more is coming up right here east coast bias with house and we'll be back from las vegas right after this football fans FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get in on the super bowl 58 action with a no sweat same game parlay But when you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. So, listen, talk to everybody out here all week. Everyone their mother loves the Chiefs. Not me. I'm on the Niners. I'll lay the two. I think they find a way to get it done. I'm taking over Debo Samuel rushing yards and – Having some fun with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Give me two-plus receptions as far as that goes. So I gave you a few, and you know what that means. When you combine all your bets, you get a chance for a bigger payday. You'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. So start building your own or just bet a popular SGP already made for you in America's number one sportsbook. Just visit FanDuel.com gamblers. If you don't already have an account, make every moment more with FanDuel an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21-plus in present in select states. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expires seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. All
0: right, House, you set me up beautifully. We're going to get your best bet for the game. We're going to figure out how you're playing the game. But I got to know, and we discussed a lot of props. Raheem brought a Harrison Butker prop to the table. I brought Christian McCaffrey uh, MVP, which I have fired in on. I had somebody in New Jersey take care of it for me. Thank you for that. Can't do it in New York. Don't get me started. Uh, But I also am in on these Debo Samuel props. I've taken them over rushing yards. I'm taking him to score a touchdown. I I just get the sense, and I know he hasn't been much of a factor yet in this postseason, not the way he's been in years past, but I kind of sense, even with the shoulder, hey, week off, not holding anything back. It's the Super Bowl. He had a crazy long run in a game against the Chiefs a few years ago. I'm in on Debo Samuel. He is a guy that I've identified that I'm playing a variety of different ways. So I give you that all as a disclaimer. Any props that we've added between now and our last conversation last Wednesday?
2: Well, I went ahead and invested in a full portfolio of of Purdy props. And this just is me looking at this quarterback under these circumstances. It's not like the gentleman who I think is a wonderful story. Please do not misunderstand what I'm saying. This is not Haterade. I'm just offering up some perspective. This young man—it's his first time—and you know the 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 Niners and and Coach Shanahan will do their very best to put him in a safe place. But will he throw an interception? Yes, he will. That's minus one fifteen. Will he be running for his life? Rush yards over eleven and a half? Yes, he will. Will he have over three and a half rush attempts? Well, if they're lucky enough to have the ball at the end of the game there are kneel down rush attempts those count also coach shanahan known to kneel down at the end of a half give me one of those rush attempts right there i have him over on yards over on rush attempts yes he will throw an interception and again please i don't want this to sound like haterade but purdy under one and a half touchdowns. Yes, that's the, the 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 way that the Niners have been scoring these playoffs. Look, he, he, he played uh, at an MVP level, Brock Purdy, multiple touchdowns in nine of 16 games. But look, he is completing less than 65% of his passes in the two playoff games. He only threw one touchdown in each of those. The Kansas City Chiefs have given up multiple passing touchdowns four times this whole year. The last time was two months ago. Look, they're not going to try and put Purdy in harm's way under one and a half total passing touchdowns. That's even money on the FanDuel Sportsbook right now. A whole array of Purdy for you gentlemen. Well, I like that you have a correlated
0: theme and that you are sticking to your theme. You have a a game script for how you think Super Bowl 58 is going to play out and therefore you're going to invest. Accordingly. So you have your investments tied in a certain way and you go from there. Okay. Raheem, you gave us the Booker prop. I played it. I'm in on it. One and a half field goals. I like it. It was good to us uh, throughout this postseason. We're doing it again. Have you added any other props between now and our last chat? So I actually have one
3: on the national anthem. And I don't know if you guys can find it. Oh, I like
0: this. There we go. There we go. Now we're really getting down and dirty. Excellent. Okay.
3: Okay, so this opened about 84 and a half. I think you could find it anywhere from like 86 and a half to 90 and a half. Let's go under. If You can get like 90 and a half. Let's go under 90 and a half from the national anthem. I like that one. one wait, that wait, gonna... wait, wait.
2: I need to hear the, the thesis. It's Reba. You don't think she's going to be hitting the, the long notes? You don't think she's going to be stringing it out, Dream?
3: No, I think she's going to get in and out like a robbery from everything <laughs> that I'm hearing. That's what I think she's going to do. So we're going to go under on the national anthem. One that stands out to me is Krista McCaffrey. Look, we know Todd Monkey. Like, I don't know what he was doing last week. Like, he just refused to run the ball. We know the San Francisco 49ers, they will not do the same. He is going to get his touches. So I think you can go. That's actually, it's up to 91 and a half. And that's minus 110. But I also think that you should play some alternates. I think you you can get Christian McCaffrey over 125 yards, plus 280. I also think you can get Isaiah Pacheco. You play his alternate yards, you can get Isaiah Pacheco 100-plus yards at plus 330. Both of these teams really struggle to stop the run, so... I think you'll see at least one 100-yard rusher. So if you play some alternate totals with those, I think you have a good chance of winning. Now, the last one I want to say is, you look at Travis Kelsey. There's a lot of hype around Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. We know Taylor Swift became the first person to win Album of the Year four times at the Grammys. It's going to be a lot of hype on Travis Kelsey with all his overs. So... I think you could wait till around game time and play him under. What is the strength of this 49ers defense? It's their linebacking core. So if there's somebody that they can slow slow, slow them down, it's this 49ers team with Fred Warner and all of those guys at linebackers. So I'll probably wait until around game time, wait for everybody to bet the over, wait for the Swifties to step in and, you know, play some Travis Kelsey. Anderson.
0: Well, I like that, Raheem. Uh, I'm going to go and play somebody. And you guys are going to look at me like I have 10 heads. But Marquez Valdez-Scantling has actually come alive and has actually gained the trust somewhat of Patrick Mahomes over the last couple of games. So I I thought about that. And to your point, Raheem, everyone's going to bet the Travis Kelsey props. I totally agree with the sentiment. Wait on him. No need. Uh, If you like unders, let him get juiced up even more. Maybe you get an even better number. I'm going to play Valdez-Scantling two-plus catches at even money, and I'm going to play him at three-plus catches at plus 230. Hey, got to throw to somebody. San Francisco is going to pay a lot of attention to Kelsey. They're going to pay a lot of attention to Rice. Maybe Valdez-Scantling can find a moment or two to make a couple of plays. I know guy couldn't catch a cold throughout the regular season, and I'm investing money in him, but, hey, Mahomes – Trusted him in Baltimore last week and arguably had the biggest reception of the game. So I'm having some fun with that one. And I'm telling you, get involved with the Debo Samuels stuff. When you're putting your SGPs together, Debo Samuels is going to have a monster game. He's going to be involved. I got, I got a question for you. Him? Yes, let's hear so it. I I, because questions.
4: I'm
3: glad that you mentioned Debo Samuels. Because yes. if you look at Debo Samuels right now, he has 20-1 to one to win MVP. And based on how Debo Samuels plays the game, He's a guy who can get rushing yards. He's a guy who can get receiving yards. So if I had to take a fire on MVP, he's the guy, if you ask oh, me. Oh, I like
0: that. Uh, you know what, Raheem? As soon as we finish up this show, we are going to go and take care of that. And we're going to put our money where our mouth is because I'm right there with you. I would do it on my FanDuel Sportsbook app, but on, you know, we're in Las Vegas. It's a little complicated. The desert has something to say about that. But I absolutely adore that idea. And how it's true, the idea. That he could go and fill up a stat sheet where Purdy, okay, maybe as a solid workmanlike pedestrian game, and maybe Debo Samuel goes for 150 and scores two touchdowns. Hey, that game script's there.
2: Yeah, for sure. It, and I like that it gives me an out. It's a nice hedge on some of my cheap leverage, some of my cheap investment. So I, especially at that return, that feels like a good. Uh, you know, sort of risk paradigm with with Debo. That I like the the number of ways it could be accomplished. Yes, let's all do this together. This sounds like a family play. Debo Samuel, what's that number for him? 27 to 1?
0: 20 to 1. And, I mean, he's right. I mean, if you look at the MVP odds right now, you got Patrick
3: Mahomes at plus 135, Brock Purdy at plus 200, Christian McCaffrey at plus 450, Travis Kelsey at 17 to 1, and then there's Debo Samuel at 20 to 1. So, to me, that has the best value on the board out of everything that I
0: see. And we have seen receivers go and win the MVP award. Julian Edelman was able to do it. Cooper Cup, a few years ago for the Los Angeles Rams, was able to do it. So it's not as off the beaten path to consider the idea of a receiver taking an MVP award and winning a Super Bowl MVP. All right, House, before we send you on your way here for this East Coast Bias show, the final one of this 2023 NFL season, it is now time for you to unveil some best bets. Raheem and I will do so right at the end of the show. But because we're saying goodbye to you, you got to leave us with a couple of parting gifts. So four
2: is yours, sir. What do we got? I've got a four pack because when it comes to the Super Bowl, it's always a spread. We don't limit ourselves to just one plate, just one dish. We spread it out. There's a lot of different flavors we want to engage in. The game starts at, you know, Six o'clock, we got the commercials, we got everything. Let's enjoy the five hours together. Here is the first way, and everybody understands It's the Super Bowl. We're going to have fun. I'm betting a tease. And not only is it going to be one tease, it's going to be two teases. And the only option is the Chiefs, who I'm going to take from two up to eight or two and a half up to eight and a half. That just makes too much sense. You look at the 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 you know the manner in which they've conducted their business through the playoffs and the Super Bowls and this entire era. I love getting into two-score territory. But I'm playing it both under 53 and a half and over 41 and a half. That gives you a 12-point window of cashing tickets. You can cash both of those. And if you look at, you know, some of where the most likely score is going to land, it tends to land in that like 44 up to 52 kind of range, over 41 and a half, under 53 and a half, tease the Chiefs up. That's my favorite uh, arrangement here. And that also gives you plenty of room. If indeed it is the case that Kyle Shanahan dials in and dials up this uh, fearsome, uh, San Francisco receiving core, and you know, puts it puts it on on the Chiefs in a way the Chiefs man coverage hasn't seen all season. The other two bets I like because I've invested in the Chiefs and I still believe in the Chiefs. I'm going ahead and laying two and a half Chiefs by minus two and a half. It's plus around one twenty. It's between one twenty spread. And I 100. like it. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I like course, it. Getting frisky.
0: I you mean, might as hell at this point.
2: If you have conviction, you have conviction. If the Chiefs are going to win, they win by two and a half you get uh, uh, up to plus 125, 130. The number's moving around a little, a little bit. And then the last way I'm going to play this, and obviously it also fits the theme, it correlates to some of the under that we talked about earlier. The San Francisco 49ers under 24 and a half as a team total, and that's a function of me paying respect and homage to this Chiefs uh, uh, defense, to their ability to t- suck the life out of the game. To, to go on these extended drives we watched them do this against baltimore consecutive seven to eight minute drives there just isn't enough time on the clock for these teams to get cooking and so that that's that's the other play. so there's four best bets tease them up tease them down we got the total covered we've got the 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 team total for the niners and a little conviction on the Chiefs. That's the way I'm playing it, fellas. Haas.
0: You're gonna have to stay tuned uh and find yourself to a TV set after you sign off because you're gonna have to get Raheem Palmer and my best bets for Super Bowl fifty eight. Uh Raheem and I will be back from Las Vegas in a matter of moments. Buddy, we miss you. Uh, I'll be having some steak and playing some golf and be
2: thinking of you, okay? Love it. That's 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 all I can ask for. We're coming right back.
0: Welcome back to East Coast Bias here from the FanDuel TV set. Let's welcome in the extra point taken, guys. I had to see your guys' outstanding videos on Wise Guys all year. So it's only apropos that Shill and Solak in living color. Fellas, welcome. It's good to see you, JJ. Vegas, man. Uh, it's good Vegas. City. It's Super Bowl week. And, and Shill, I got to start here. <laughs> I am the same knucklehead that continues to preach I am not betting against Patrick mm. Mahomes I am not betting against Patrick Mahomes yet. AFC Championship game, what did I decide to do? Yeah, I bet against Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Super Bowl week, you know what I plan on doing? Yeah. I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes again. Am I certifiably insane?
4: Uh, I'll one-up you. I buried the Chiefs a month ago. Long rant. You know, was feeling myself. was just yelling, Chiefs are done. This isn't the same Chiefs team. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm learning my lesson. I'm not willing to sit there on Sunday and see Patrick Mahomes once again Cover as an underdog was a 10-1-1, something like that as a dog in his career. So I'm, I was with you for a while. I've been losing on betting against the Chiefs all playoffs. I'm changing it for this game. I, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Well, fellas, you'd be impressed. This guy right here, I know. right
0: before the start of the postseason, we're in the L.A. FanDuel <laughs> Spotify Studios. I'm getting ready to watch my Dolphins for the rear ends off. They had yep. a team from South Florida who had no interest in playing cold weather. Raheem goes, J.J., ease your pain before this game. Bet the Chiefs ten to one to win the Super Bowl. You're never gonna get a better number. And what did I do for him? Tell the boys. He bet the
3: Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. We got them ten to one to win the Super Bowl. We got them four and a half to one to win the AFC. So we've already.
6: I had them ca- three to one. It, uh, it was uh, it was halfway through the Dolphins game that I was like, "Yep, I'm in." Absolutely. See, we,
3: we took it right after the Raiders game. Oh, okay. Because at the end of the day, the, the name of the game is to buy low and sell high, and we bought at the lowest point, and we were rewarded for it. Now, when it comes to this particular game. It's very difficult for me because when you look at the last three weeks, it basically is telling us the Chiefs are the better team. But over the course of the season, San Francisco has been the better team. And if this were a week 15 or a week 12 game, San Francisco would be laying upwards of four or five points. So which team are they today? Are, are like, Is it the last three weeks or is it the full season?
6: Yeah, the the thing with the Niners that I'm trying to figure out, like what team are they precisely? Is Brock Purdy in the playoffs? I mean, the last few games, like we obviously had, we had the Lions, we had Green Bay. I thought he was he was a little bit shakier, he was a little bit more affected by pressure, a little bit quicker on the draw, quicker to freak out. You go and you watch back to that that uh, Dallas game he played in the postseason, and now the seasons past before the Eagles, he was the same way. You just kind of feel like the intensity of the game getting him. He's a young player, it makes sense. Yeah. And so I, he's been more easily rattled. You know, he was such a good player under pressure in the regular season postseason and he hasn't seemed the same. And now you're getting a Steve bagnolo defense in the Chiefs that they love a quarterback you can rattle. They yeah. love a quarterback where when you hit him, he starts, to, he starts to fold a little bit. And I think that when you watch Purdy lose, which he doesn't do often, when you watch him lose, mm. it's when hits accumulate on him, he feels the physicality, the intensity of the game, and they, the internal clock starts to speed up. And I'm but glad, you, I'm you, glad understand-
3: you said that because FanDuel Sportsbook right now has a prop, Brock Purdy. Over. Will he throw an interception? Yes, sir. Yes or no? What do we got that at? Minus one fifteen to throw an interception. I like that. I think you can yep. th- take that if you look at Pro Football Focus. Brock Purdy throws an inter- interceptible pass nearly four percent of the time. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to throw one.
6: Patrick two. Mahomes is the same price to throw an interception minus one fifteen. He hasn't thrown an interceptible pass in the postseason since twenty twenty one. It's been over seven hundred days. All right. But Brock's a lot more likely to throw a pick than Mahomes. In uh, my opinion,
0: I will not be betting on Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception <laughs> yeah. in this game. But in all seriousness, when yeah. it comes to Purdy, chill. Yes, he struggled in those two games. No getting around that. Yeah. But I think we have to applaud the idea that in the second half of these games, everyone said, hey, the Niners, they can't play from behind. Kyle Shanahan, all the nuggets, all the statistics, their teams don't win in the fourth quarter when they're trailing. They're trailing the Green Bay game. He goes and makes some plays. McCaffrey is superhuman. The Lion game, I know Dan Campbell gets a major assist. I understand all (laughs) that. And we can talk about the Lion defense. We can talk about the Lions just yucking up that game every which way. But I have to look at Purdy and say, hey, at least there was some adversity and he was able to go and overcome it.
4: And it goes to what Rahim said. We like bigger samples over smaller samples. Yeah. And you will not find a statistic except for that one turnover-worthy plays. That's the one where you say, all right, Purdy's got a little bit of a blemish. Maybe he'll throw you a couple. Every other one, I've looked at him. verse man, verse zone. verse. Bl- I mean, I could go through 20 of them. He's top three in every category. So I'm actually less worried about Purdy in this game. I think Purdy's going to play fine. Maybe he'll give you one. Maybe he'll give you two. It's that 49ers defense that has yeah. me more concerned. And again, it's what Raheem said that I'm weighing this week because if you look at the body of the work, the work this season, they've been a solid above-average defense. If you look at the last two games in the playoffs, they performed like one of the worst. De- Got if you, torched. If you mm. take those statistics over the course of a season, it's the worst defense in the NFL. And now you're going up against Patrick Mahomes? Like that's what makes me very nervous if I yeah. were a 49ers fan, more so than Purdy.
0: Okay, so mm. like paint the picture for me. Of San Francisco winning this game the way I see it Mm -hmm. it's got to be what we saw Buffalo in their attack running the football that first half Buffalo's running it all over Mm -hmm. the Kansas City Chief defense we know Christian McCaffrey's had a monster season is this the game Debo Samuel is unleashed and maybe we see the version of Debo Samuel you saw in 2021 when he was a wrecking crew. I right. mean, I think about that game against Green Bay. I think about what he did in getting them into the postseason that year. Mm-hmm. How do you see San Francisco winning this game from a script standpoint?
6: Yeah, so script-wise, right, you can't get a negative script. You can't get in third and long because then Spags is dialing up your pressures. Brock's got to win in the drop-back game. That's not where you want to be. I think it's a run-heavy game for both teams. I think it's a lot of handoffs, a lot, a lot, a lot of runs. The key for the the, the Niners offensively is you got to be successful in those runs, but also you got to break tackles. The Chiefs are the only defense in the league who give up fewer yards after catch over expectation over the middle of the field only one right and the Niners that's where they live yards after catch over the middle of the field and so this is a tackling game we, always, we love to talk schemes oh man pressure zone pressure this and the other thing a regular season playoff football comes down to one thing Tackling, who gets the other guy down? You talk to coaches; all they talk about, we got to get guys down on the ground. And so it's, it's it's tackling and it's breaking tackles when the Niners hold the ball. When the Chiefs are holding the ball, you got to get Mahomes into third and long, right? And this this run defense for the Niners is so suspect; they're gonna they're gonna lose on first and ten, second and six, second and six becomes third and two. You have to be able to get a TFL. You have to be able to get a stop and put the Chiefs in, in a clear pass situation because then the pass rush can go. Then your four down front can win, right? These Chiefs tackles are very beatable in pass protection. Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Randy Gregory—they have horses on the outside. You have to get to a point where you can unleash the pass rush. Chiefs stay ahead of the sticks, get a play-action pass game. No shot for this Niners defense.
0: Raheem, I think you've got to inform the guys who are looking to fade from a prop standpoint. You want to tell them? You know, there's a certain uh, tight end he dates. Oh, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, everybody loves Taylor world.
3: Swift. We know she won four, album of the Year of the, at the Grammys four times. Everybody loves her. But I just think that's going to inflate the prop market on Travis Kelsey. And I think you can wait for everybody to bet the over and then come around game time, you're going to get a good, get a good price on the under.
6: I like over receptions, under yards. I like high volume, but underneath. And I like the screens and I like the, like the RPO I like game. That. Yeah, yeah. I think which when you, when you parlay those, you get some extra nice juice because you're taking an over and an under. That's what I like for Kelsey. So what's that?
3: paid
0: about three to one?
6: Uh, it's a little more than that, actually. Yeah, because you get, the, uh, you get the, the negative correlation.
0: Nice. Is there anybody outside of the quarterbacks that you'd be looking to wager on Shield
4: from an MVP perspective? Yeah, well, Solek mentioned this uh, on our show yesterday, so I'm just going to go ahead and steal it because I can. Now That's you're, okay. You work with someone for a couple years. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> right. each other up. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey is the one, and it's plus 400. But I can—I mean, if the 49ers win this game, yes, it could be Purdy. There's no doubt about it. But I think it's a big McCaffrey game to what Solak was saying. I think this is a big run game. I think this is a uh, minimize the possession type game. Most NFL games, you have 11 possessions or so in a game. I think this one's going to be more eight or nine ball control. So I like McCaffrey. And the prop I like associated with that, combined first downs, 41 and a half. I like the over. Mm -hmm. On that, I think it's plus 106 because I think this is going to be a game where I don't think you're going to see a lot of explosive plays. Both these defenses are very good at uh, preventing those explosive plays. So I like over uh, on the first downs, and I like McCaffrey at plus 400. Yeah, I think the McCaffrey
3: one is interesting because there's ways of playing that without playing the MVP. So let me give you an example. You can play a same game parlay. Where, like, think about what McCaffrey needs to do in order to win MVP. Mm -hmm. He probably needs to go over 100 yards. His prop is 91 and a half right now. Mm -hmm. So you could probably take that up to 100 yards, parlay that with any time touchdown. Maybe you go two any time touchdowns.
6: Go first touchdown.
3: Yeah, first touchdown. And then maybe you take Brock Purdy under passing yards. You same game parlay all of those, and you're getting a better position. As opposed to just playing an MVP, which what is he six to one, eight to one, that it was it's four, to down, one no, it's yeah, four to one. No, it's It's four to one, four to one. So yeah. if you same game parlay those, you'll probably get twenty, thirty to one I mean, on something that's correlated right. to the MVP. This is why I need
4: to come on more. I mean, where uh, was this in week something. seven? I, like, I tell was, you this, this all the oh, time. Player, oh, come on, God. he's on another I mean, level. You've seen me have a decent year. I'm on the picks. I sit I couldn't agree
6: more with Ra, Though, if you like I like Pacheco as a dark horse MVP, it's thirty-five to one. But I can build out Pacheco hundred yards and two. Touchdowns and get over thirty-five to one, and I protect myself from a, a Malcolm Smith event, right? Uh, an event where one player <laughs> makes a key defensive play and all of a sudden robs the rightful MVP, rightful yeah. whatever. So I, I like saying, all right, if you like an MVP bet, sure take it. It's fun to have the ticket, but look at same game parlays. Get exposure mm-hmm. on a players where they have a good game, but for some reason they don't win the MVP.
3: Look at Look at Damian Williams. He should have won MVP the first. But year. they were
0: never not going to give it to Patrick.
3: Exactly. Mahomes. So.
0: But we did see an instance a few years ago where Cooper Cup did go and win the award. Yep. Now I'm wondering as I'm watching that, are they going to give it a Stafford? Are they going to give it a yep. cup? But you wide know,
3: receivers that, have yeah. a better chance than running We've seen it. We've had running
0: back so many
6: awards. Last running
0: back was 98, Terrell,
6: Terrell Davis. Davis. And yes. before
3: that, Emmitt Smith.
0: 95, yes, sir. Okay, parting gift from each of you. We're going to save our best bets for the end of the show. Yep. I want a game. I want a favorite prop. And then a play on the total. I'll tell you, Solak. Yeah. I like the Chiefs to win. I
6: I, I do think that uh, plus two and a half is nice. I like the money line plus So at that point, if you're taking two and a half, take them to win the game, yeah. right? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be on money line for sure. He brought up uh, Mahomes' underdog, 10-1-1 one, one, one against the spread. Nine and three straight up, right? Mahomes, wins these games, especially these Super Bowls, and this is an important one to win. So I do like the Chiefs. I like Isaiah Pacheco over rushing yards. I, that Niners rush defense has been suspect for a long time. It's one that I've been fading for a long time. I think Pacheco is one of the most underrated players just in this game, just a fundamentally good runner of the football. We don't talk about it because of Kelsey Mahomes in the passing game. Excellent, excellent player. What was the last thing you asked me for? Prop. Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco over 67 oh, half rushing yards. Over, under. Total. I, I, it's very tricky because I agree with Shield. Take the air out of the ball. It's going to be a shorter game, smaller possessions. But I also think these teams are going to be good at ending drives with seven. So I lean under. I have nothing on the total right now. And I think when I get there, I'm going to be having nothing. Don't on the total.
0: you guys get the sense this game goes under, it plays to the advantage of the Chiefs? Just because of their defense. I feel like if the Niners get their offense yeah. going, you got the plethora yeah. of playmakers or whatnot, you're gonna have
6: points. I agree. Mm-hmm. I would say all like every game script right now makes sense to me. I can talk myself to a Niners win, Chiefs win everything. The one thing I'd be shocked we get is like 38-35 that we got last year. If this is just a boat race, I, I would be very surprised. I think the defenses are gonna be staunch enough, get get those key plays, get those key stops, and I think you're gonna see methodical football on offense. So I'm excited to low score. The
3: question I have for you guys is. Chiefs games have almost played like two different games. The first half is typically going over. Second half, the Chiefs on baby. Yeah. Second, second half, half it's Chiefs been money under. all year long. You're talking about eighteen and two to the under yep. in the second half of the game. So, how are you approaching that?
6: So it's interesting because they are so heavy to the second half under also right now they lead the league in pass rate over expectation in the second half when they're when they're leading right or, or in the postseason like mm-hmm. they leave the ball in Mahomes' hands it's only because Mahomes is so methodical it's only because they're they're an underneath passing team right now mm-hmm. and so in this game I think that you, you you take a lot of that regular season trend stuff and you say mm-hmm. all right if I miss out on 19 and 2 maybe I look like an idiot but I don't think that applies to this Super Bowl in this game script I think they could be up by 20, Mm -hmm. and they would still be looking at Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Chris McCaffrey, and go, Yeah, let's put a few more points on the board. You still feel a little bit worried about it. You know, it's so funny
3: because the the reason why I ask you that is because historically, one of my favorite props in the Super Bowl is second half more points than the first half because we know these teams tend to start off slow. Yep. But with the trend of KC going under all the time, I don't want to play that. And like the second half total is like 23 and a half. I'm scared to death, so it's destroyed one of
4: my favorite Super Bowl props. Well,
0: you have to save it for next year. Yeah. You can play it again next year. <laughs> Shield, side, total, prop.
4: I've got the Chiefs. I'm just, I, I don't feel that strongly about it. So you're wavering. Yeah, this I'm
0: wavering. is not like a full-fledged I'm wavering. Watch. I
4: just decided I'm not going against Mahomes again. And the way I've seen that 49ers defense play, there's too much working in the Chiefs. Either. So I've got the Chiefs. I like the under. Methodical, methodical, methodical. So like I said, that's what I think this game is going to be. Patrick Mahomes throwing six-yard passes over and over again. High completion percentage, uh, low yards per attempt, mm-hmm. and just moving down the field, running the football. So I like under the 47 and a half. And then my favorite prop, I told you over 41 and a half total first downs. I think these, a fun these, one. these teams are going to be moving the football. I don't know if they're going to punch it in in the end zone or not, but I think they're going to be racking up those first downs, not racking up those explosive plays. Solak,
0: Sheil, thanks for joining us. What, do I, what am I plugging? Because you guys have 10 zillion shows. <laughs> yeah, Ringer
6: NFL show, Ringer NFL on YouTube. If you Google Ringer NFL, you'll find it eventually. It's not hard. You can
0: go get it boys. Hey,
6: and and don't Super forget Ball. about the
3: Philly special. I, that's where we I got you three where Philly guys on set right <laughs> Not now. Not me. With the I New don't it. Go birds, baby. East Coast
0: Bias. <laughs> Y'all know how it's going down. Menzel Akshil and Good stuff from the fellas. East Coast Bias from the FanDuel TV sets. Las Vegas. We're coming right back.
1: Welcome back to East
0: Coast Bias, right here on the FanDuel TV set. We welcome in a buddy of ours, formerly of ESPN, now only players, Doug Kazarian. What's up, sir? Good to be
5: with you guys. I was
0: practicing that last name really hard. What are we getting? It's all right. plus. What's that? I'm getting B plus. Yeah,
5: about B plus. But I like the accent makes it an A though. i was gonna say the
0: accent makes everything fantastic. You
5: pull anything off.
0: So to have the three of us on set, this is magic. It's magic getting ready for this Super Bowl here in Las Vegas. You've been in Las Vegas a long time. You've seen a lot of events here in this town. What is this kind of rack up so far?
5: Yeah, you know, it's surreal. I think that's the operative word. I first moved in Vegas in 2005. So this was, you know, before, back when Vegas was bad, and, you know, for a lot of pro teams and blah, blah, blah. But it's come so far. The boulder's been pushed to the top of the mountain now that they're hosting a Super Bowl. And it's been awesome to see the outside world within, you know, to see Vegas as a real city as opposed to just that marketing campaign a while ago, what happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas. And just now that it's, it's embraced and recognized as a real city. But on the other hand, it, like, it could almost host the Super Bowl every year because it's, it's already a three-shift town. It already has the hotel infrastructure, already has all the restaurants and, the, and the, uh, just everything that there could be. It's the adult playground in a lot of ways, and it's built for something. There's probably like seven places that could host Radio Row. Right, It's a convention center. It's just built for these kind of events, and it's awesome to see it go off so smoothly.
0: This will be interesting, Raheem, because we've talked to a lot of people over the last two weeks. Raheem, can you find anybody who likes the Niners? I mean, in all seriousness, they keep coming through. Uh, You like the Niners? Yeah. I like it. Make the case. Well, I know
5: really respected uh, syndicate betting groups have come in on the Niners. Like I know the two groups that came in last week on them, and it makes sense. Now, one bet the money line, the number's up to two, two and a half. I think there's a little bit of like regression on just how bad they've played right the first two games they really could have easily lost and it's you think there's just positive regression like they're going to play well just the bounces are going to go their way things like that and because the guys who bet this now don't get me wrong I'll probably have more on a second half NBA total mm-hmm. than I will on the game but I do think there's an element of just the distribution I mean you can speak to this mm-hmm. better than I just like the the math component of things and I Let's face it, the Chiefs also benefited from horrible coaching games by their last two opponents. I mean, McDermott botched the fourth quarter, or the offense did what, what, what the play calling, and then certainly the Ravens did in a lot of ways. So I just, as long as the, the Niners don't do what the, those two teams did, they should be better than the Chiefs. So
0: explain Mm -hmm. to anybody out there, Raheem. You're a numbers guy. You Mm -hmm. obviously crunch a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Why, despite the fact that most of the popular opinion continues to be, hey, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, blah, 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 the odds makers are friends over at Fandle. They're more than happy to keep San Francisco still as a favorite, nobody's been the Niners, aside from Doug and myself. Well, I mean,
3: you got all the syndicates on the Niners. Um, you know, Ari, he already mentioned it, but a group called RRS hit the, the Niners. And the big reason why is because if you look at the full season numbers, all of the metrics say that the 49ers are probably like six or seven points better than the average team, while the Chiefs might be three points better than the average team. So you put those two in a neutral field, and it's pro- this line probably should be around four. But... Obviously, you have the public money on Patrick Mahomes. He's 10-1-1 as an underdog. The public and most people don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And if you look at the last three games, people are saying, look, the the Chiefs are playing a lot better. The 49ers haven't been playing. So people are victims of recency bias, while the Sharps and the
0: bookmakers aren't. Boys. Let's get in the lab. We're all together. Let's formulate a little fun SGP. Live, we put no prep into this. That's why it's great. I'm getting raw, unfiltered gambling content. The first thing that comes to your mind, put it as a part of the parlay. We start with the nine or money Line, Doug, clearly.
5: I-, I would rather do Brock Purdy MVP.
0: But I can't throw that in SGP. We'll why? bet that separately. We'll in
5: a huge payout.
0: All right, so let's let's stay away from that, though. Okay, so I don't know if we can combine those, so maybe okay. you can, maybe you can't.
5: Right, that's a good point because they'd be uh, –
0: I'm not – sometimes we get a little funky with these. Okay. Give me a Brock Purdy prop maybe that we should get involved with.
5: Uh, mm-hmm. I would do first half or first quarter under passing yards. Sometimes they break it up. Okay. I would mm-hmm. do one of those because he is – as much as I like from the value of him to win MVP, he has shown in bigger games, he feels the pressure. He wears it. He has been a little jittery to start these games, even going back to the Christmas night game against the Ravens. I think that's rattled. I mean, I just think there's – I mean, Mahomes is going to do this in his sleep, right? He's so des- desensitized to the moment. I feel like Purdy has thrived at the end of games where just kind of the instincts take over where he's a little bit in his head, and I think Shanahan, if he sees what I see, he's going to kind of go pretty vanilla early. So I would do like an under first-half passing yard, something along those lines.
0: All right, that's leg one. Raheem,
3: give me a like. I'm going to go with Rasheed Rice, over
0: 67-and-a-half receiving like yards. That.
3: I mean, this guy is like top 10 in, in target share since week 12. So I think he, he'll be a guy that Patrick Holmes will rely on.
0: My contribution is going to be Debo Samuel. I know everybody's talking about Christian McCaffrey. Debo Samuel had a monster run. If you go back to the last time these two teams matched up in the Super Bowl. And I just feel like Kyle Shanahan has to throw something different into this equation. Because of what Spagnola and the defense provides, where they're gonna be thinking Christian McCaffrey, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Let's get Debo well, Samuel twenty plus rushing yards. They're at
5: their best when McCaffrey can be split out wide and Samuel's in the background, doing different looks. So I like I do like his rushing attempts over, things along that. Is that what you're thinking? Or yards or So
0: let's he- go let's go twenty plus rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll take the purdy under, we'll take Rice over, mm-hmm. and then we've got to throw a fourth leg in. We're taking an honest to win the game. Yeah. I know you may not be fully on board, we're taking an honest to win the game. We don't wanna
5: throw a field goal prop in there?
0: <laughs> I, like I, Yeah, like
3: uh, my favorite props are field goal props. I mean, I do like Harrison Butker over seven and a half points. I also like him over one and a half made field goal attempts. I don't think you can put that in the same game parlay. I don't think
0: so. Yeah. That's why I didn't go there. I would have loved to have thrown, but this guy's been hitting bunker props basically the entire postseason.
5: <laughs> I like once i find an angle, I just roll with it until it just it, it no longer works. And so, what has been the trick? Just the inability for the Chiefs to convert red zone. Yeah, I mean, 52 percent in the red zone all but year that's long. That's been a league issue. I mean, yeah. yeah, no, it's smart. And I that's I like first quarter under too. If mm-hmm. you combine Purdy, you know maybe the nine and a half feels high Mm -hmm. because these are longer drives that the whole I mean the whole narrative for the first what two-thirds of the season was unders right scoring was down unders Mm -hmm. were down a lot of that is red zone percentages Mm -hmm. uh, where where teams you know I talked to former NFL players they're saying teams don't practice red zone rushing and so when everything's underneath, underneath teams aren't really prepared in the red zone. That to, too con- high shell. Yeah, everything's underneath, so converting into touchdowns.
0: Mm-hmm. So Raheem is always a firm believer in betting the second half over in these Super Bowls. But something's got to give. Yeah,
5: this
3: is the one Chiefs time. Like like the Chiefs
5: <laughs> It's just it, it's It's killing the trend for me. Well, so much of that was during the season when the Chiefs had leads, mm-hmm. right? Like we saw in the Ravens game. Like they, they were kind of just played the clock. And we saw that a year ago with the Eagles there. Uh, time between plays was very different in the second half the first half. They'd get the lead. Obviously, they had the cheat code on fourth down, and they would always have a lead and they would have such tempo Mm -hmm. in the first half, and then they would just bleed clock in the second half. So Mm -hmm. the time between snaps was much larger in the second half than the first half. Mm -hmm. So it really, like, the game changed, Mm -hmm. and that's the important thing to remember with some of this stuff, because first half sides and totals are commensurate with the game lines in all sports. So if you Mm -hmm. have an NBA line of seven, the first half, like clockwork, is going to be four. And especially in college football, you can catch them in that because these blowouts, mm-hmm. obviously, the fourth quarter is going to be played differently with reserves, teams playing uh, with sportsmanship and you running know, power eye if they have a huge lead. So the, but the odds makers, just like robotic, just do the first half based on the game line. So you can find edges when you know these games are either half is played differently. And so if the Chiefs have a lead at half, and let's say it's double digits, I do like the second half under, and 18 of you know, 20 this year have gone second half unders of Chiefs games.
0: Ain't broke, don't fix it. Doug, okay, what do you got to plug?
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, onlyplayers.com, all the content's on there, and analysis like this when we nerd out. And, and break down stuff, but you know it's it's segments and bite size, really, just giving picks on a lot of games.
0: Listen, don't be a stranger. We want to see you at some point, maybe mm. in New York or in Philadelphia, or Los Angeles, and, wherever. On and East the week Coast isn't bias.
5: over yet. We got plenty of uh, plenty of action to happen the rest of the week. A
0: lot more content coming your way. The boys will come back and wrap up East Coast bias. Spoiler alert: I'm on the Niners. What else am I on? Find out next right here on FanDuel TV. We're back. Before we say goodbye, best bets, make it style, East Coast bias style. Raheem, what do we got?
3: We got Harrison Butker over one and a half field goal attempts. We got Harrison Butker over seven and a half field goal points made. We got, will there be a two-point conversion? No. Minus 158. We got Patrick Mahomes over 36 and a half passing attempts i mean this guy tends to pass a lot more in the postseason so that's
0: four that you guys can i love that you gave me four you know where i'm going with this i think san francisco gets revenge for what happened in miami in 2020 i think it is their time i am taking an honors there's a reason why everybody and their mother is on the chiefs and yet the honors are favored in the game give me marquez valdez scantling i know he can't catch a cold in the regular season he gets two plus receptions in the game that's gonna do it for east coast bias here from vegas Unbelievable time. We missed your house. Good job by the FanDuel crew. For Raheem, John Zestrensky signing off. We'll see you next week. Be good, everybody. Must be 21-plus in present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem Call 100 Gambler. Or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio. Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-I-WITH in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland,